The Shadow Davis Show on 680 CJOB. Morning, Mr. Mayor. Good morning. Thanks for coming in. The sun is shining. Yes, it is. It's be, a beautiful be day. good for a bomber win tonight. Oh, boy. Wouldn't that be great if they won, <laughs> you know, get some pressure off? Listen, they will. They um, will. We got a few things to talk about. We do. Uh, so he's, Brian has brought in a, a duo tang kind of folder filled with notes. What is that yeah, all about? It says compliment Shadow Davis at the beginning of the program. <laughs> Soften him up. Soften him. Talk about the sun shining. I've already check mark. Got that. Talk about the Bombers and the home team. Check. Got Did that. that. Yeah. We got to talk about Jason Schreier. What was that with the credit card thing? Like, what's that? And I, you know what? Yeah. The look on the mayor's face just went from smile to, oh, <laughs> come on. You know, um, we EPC was receiving a report yesterday from uh, from the auditor, and there was uh, there was a, a report there that uh, talked about uh, certain dollar figure and the removal of the counselor's credit card, and so fifty seven thousand. Uh, well, and that wasn't in the report. So uh, we've heard the we heard the counselor make some comments uh, through the media that really raised a lot of questions, and so we we asked questions yesterday of the clerk's office as well as the auditor. Uh, just to do our job. Uh, I mean, uh, many of us were elected to uh, increase accountability and transparency at City Hall. And so we felt it was uh, it was really our responsibility on behalf of taxpayers to to ask the questions that we did. Mm-hmm. Uh, we received answers. And uh, the 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 thing that I uh, took away from uh, the uh, uh, the meeting was the the auditor's comments that uh, the rules have been changed. And we changed them last year, uh, not knowing um, what we learned yesterday, of course. But uh, the rules have been tightened up so that it is crystal clear for all members of council uh, and for myself that those cards are not to be used for personal purchases. Now, his card was taken away last October, from what I understand, we, after repeated warnings not to do this, not to rack up personal uh, costs yeah. on a city credit card. Yeah, yeah, we were we were advised uh, 600 purchases totaling $57,000 over two years. And so um, that's... Uh, it's been dealt with. As far as I'm concerned, the matter's, uh, the matter's closed. We, he has you know, paid it, it all back. He has. To be yeah, fair. He has. And but what was uh, he doing in the first place? I mean, why not just use your own debit card? I don't get it. Uh, that's a question for Is the counselor. Is he getting points, yeah. air miles? or <laughs> I'm not understanding. It, it boggles my mind. But so you've dealt with that situation well, with him personally? No, we. You know what? Uh, that's not the role of, of fellow counselors. That's a matter for the clerks and the auditor, and that's what they were reporting to us. So we received a report at EPC, and when we received the report, it, it was incumbent upon us to ask ask the questions about, like, what what's going on here? And uh, You're asking and, and him these questions? We asked the, the clerks and, and the, the clerks. auditor. It was their report that was received by Executive Policy Committee. So we asked the questions. We got answers. Um, you know, we were advised that the, the monies have been paid back and that the rules as, as uh, Winnipeggers hopefully know, we've, we've made a lot of positive changes to improve transparency and accountability at City Hall. Last year, this was one of them to clarify for, for all members of council that uh, those cards are not to be used for personal purchases. Okay, so speaking of uh, improving clarity at City Hall, there's this report on Portage and Main uh, about what came out in January. You paid $116,000 for it. It came out, apparently... It's not out. No, uh, the city has not seen it. We've been uh, we've been having discussions with all of the property owners at Portage and Main. As yeah. you know, there's a, a legal agreement that says the property owners can uh, can block certain changes at that intersection. We have uh, we've had a very positive working relationship with all of them, so that those discussions can help inform a report that will at some point go to council for consideration. And so uh, we're uh, we're having very positive discussions. And let's keep in mind. The hundreds of millions of dollars that are that are going into downtown, I think over a billion dollars right now in downtown. Yesterday was Sport for Life Center opening. 
that's public sector money and right. some private sector uh, support, of course. But uh, we got True North Square. We got the rail side uh, at the Forks. We got East Exchange, condos going up. We've got, uh, obviously, in the uh, the West Exchange as well, the artist development at Portage and Main. Uh, there is incredible positive momentum in downtown, and the density is is changing before our eyes right now. So it's very exciting. And, yeah, with regards to Portage and Main, um, we do anticipate once those discussions have, have gotten to a certain level and we have a better understanding of how the private sector... You mean the city's th- discussions with the business owners? With the business owners in at, at Portage, Port- well, Portage and Main in particular. So there's there's a number of property owners. There's the Fairmont, the Bank of Montreal, there's 201 Portage, so that's Harvard Properties. Now, Councillor Brawati suggests that there's a little bit of uh, public money uh, being used for briberies here. Like to, to tell, to ask these guys to say, can we open it up, right? So... It depends on the usage of wording. I think Councillor Brody's position on that. We know how he's going to vote when it comes, regardless of the facts. Well, and he's so against it. <laughs> I'm against it. He is. He is. And you know what? Um, I'm against it for now. Yeah. Not ultimately. Yeah. And and you know what? And uh, right now, I look, I, I campaigned on this and I made a commitment that I was going to work collaboratively with the property owners to uh, to see what's possible, how we can, we can have that intersection do a lot more for Winnipeggers. I'm fulfilling that commitment. And when those discussions are at a certain level then we obviously need to present um, a vision and a plan for council and for Winnipeggers, and then council can can weigh in on it. And so I'm going to keep keep having those discussions. Council has not seen the report yet. There, well, the report hasn't been developed because we are like right now we're simply talking to the property owners, and it has been just that. There's an, and they have said I've gotten written commitments from them that they will work collaboratively with us to talk about what sort of what sort of changes do they. Uh, do they see as being helpful to their hundreds of millions of dollars of investments in uh, in our downtown? You're talking about this, the city report that's being worked on right now. What well, about? Well, it, it, it isn't being worked on. That's the thing. You're you're talking about a report that doesn't yet exist. Um, right now, we're having discussions with the property owners, and uh, when those discus- discussions reach a certain stage, then there will be an administrative report that will be be published, will be put online for all to see, and we'll we'll then discuss debate and uh, decide on uh, the future of that intersection. So there is no report we paid $116,000 for in terms of how the flows at Portage made. You're talking about a traffic study. Okay, the traffic study. Okay, sorry. Okay, well, a traffic study, uh, I know that there has been some work done. My understanding is it hasn't been completed, and uh, I haven't seen it yet. So um, it will, whatever studying and work will, will, uh, has happened, both traffic, pedestrian safety, um, you know, it will all have to be put put in a in a uh, in a public administrative report, and uh, and I want to see that traffic flows, pedestrian safety, um, potential streetscaping and improvements that we can make will all have to be open and transparent. Okay, well, I'm happy to hear you yeah. say that. Yeah, absolutely. The dog park downtown. How close yes. are we to having that uh, opened up? Well, uh, that was delayed by about a year because uh, the... Uh, there was a little opposition. Well, there was a con... Look, uh, kind of this is uh, classic NIMBYism, uh, literally. And uh, look, we had uh, we had a developer that was adjacent to it that uh, uh, didn't uh, provide feedback during the public consultation. Public was very clear this was the, the best site. Wasn't even my first preference, I have to say, going in. I, personally, I, I had envisioned where I made the announcement, but the public had, had other thoughts and... Uh, uh, I respect that. And uh, we heard after the announcement was made from this one developer that uh, they they didn't want it uh, built there. 
And, um, you know, this matter has been elevated to our CAO who's been in dialogue with them to see how we can mitigate their concerns. And there have been changes to the plan. It will be open this year and I'm looking forward to it. I think it'll be a positive amenity for downtown residents. There's a lot of people who live in the burbs and who have that nimbyism, as you talked about, that, that don't understand why this council's focus is on downtown so much. I personally understand why, but can you yeah. please tell us in your words, Mr. Sure. Mayor, exactly why downtown is so important to Winnipeg. Well, we have to we have to keep making improvements in the suburbs. I live in the suburbs. Many Winnipeggers do, and there's nothing wrong with living in the suburbs. But let's keep in mind that a down, downtown, not only are there, there's never been more people living in downtown Winnipeg in the history of our city, and I'm very proud of that. Um, also, downtown is a community we all share. So it's a place that we all go to. Not everybody comes out to Charleswood uh, on a daily basis or weekly basis or Transcona or, or North K and some of the other... Um, some of the other communities. Don't forget, Eddie, because people are going to get offended. I know, offended. I know. As I'm, I'm saying, I'm gonna, I could keep going. But you know what? Downtown is uh, is um, it's it, it's just an incredible meeting place. You know, you look at the Forks. Number one tourist spot in Manitoba is at the Forks. Um, that density in the planning that's required to build a city for a million people has to happen right now. We can't wait until we're a million people. And so we are very much focused on that long term. How do we build a city for people? How do we build a city for for increasingly uh, new residents? And we're seeing a population growth that we haven't experienced since the 1960s, before you and I were both born. Right. Well, yes, before I was born, <laughs> anyhow. Uh, the Canada Summer Games. Yeah. How excited are we about that? Oh, it's you know what? Uh, absolutely pumped. Um, this is going to be another opportunity for Winnipeg to shine on the national stage. And uh, we've got 6,000 volunteers ready to, uh, to do their part when the eyes of the nation... You know what? Um, I that's a question for the Canada Games. I think they've been doing the training for the volunteers for some time. Mm-hmm. And um, you know what? We're we opened the Sport for Life Center in downtown Winnipeg uh, the other day. Uh, incredible facility, and um, it's going to be just a very very exciting time for sports competition, but also for the festival that's going to be happening at the Forks. It's going to be uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, I just want to commend everybody the 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 Canada Summer Games, the board, the volunteers, the corporate sponsors. It's going to be a lot of fun, and uh, we're going to be ready for uh, the eyes of the nation when they when they focus on Winnipeg in the coming weeks. Okay, we know you're a huge Bomber fan, so give us a prediction final score tonight. What do you think? <laughs> Come on, I'm going to leave that for uh, I'm going to leave that for CJOB. Look, right. you know what? Uh, they're going to they're going to put. I think they're going to they're going to come out ready to. Uh, to respond to last last week's game, the, the first half was exciting. Second half, not so much. Yeah. And uh, this this organization um, wants a, a win. They want to bring home the cup more than anybody else. And so uh, I think they're going to come out really hungry, and I'm going to be there to cheer them on. Mr. Mayor, thank you yeah. for coming in this morning. Thanks, we'll Shadow. see you next month because you'll be away, but uh, back in September. You bet. Have a good vacation. See you later. All right. Mayor Brian Bump. The Shadow Davis Show on 680 CJOB.